ladies and gentlemen we are back at it yet again another artist highlight this time we've got Jarney in the mix and boy did she go off on this one whatever you're doing make sure you put the volume up we have an interview with Jarney about halfway through this mix you definitely don't want to miss that and as always if you have friends that like good music make sure you share it with them
Ladies and gentlemen, I am sitting here with the one and only Jarney. What's up, Jarney? Hey, thank you for having me, Franco. Thank you so much for putting together this fire mix. Besides production and DJing, what else are you into? I like to read. Um, I like to, you know, go out in nature, absorb the sun, and really level out my energy and ease my mind and, you know, read a good book. I read a lot of self-help books, spiritual books, nothing like, you know, nonfiction or like any of, you know, storybooks, but I really like to read and, you know, just learn. Always learning something new, always researching something new. You know, knowledge is power, so. I'm always, I'm always working, but I'm, you know, it's, it's definitely a release for me when I'm reading. Is there a book in particular that you would like to recommend? Um, the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's a very good book. And the, I think The Four Agreements is something that everybody should read. And if, you know, you're, you know, just doing, you're struggling with something or you're not, everybody should read that book. If you're gonna start reading, start with that book. What inspires your fashion? <laughs> Um, I just like bright colors. I like being the brightest crayon in the box and I want it to like, I want with my clothes, I don't want to look like, I don't want to be going to H&M and Forever 21 and like looking like everybody else. No offense to anybody else, but like I want to be the brightest crayon in the box. So when I'm wearing these bright colors, it's an extension of my personality, my innocence, um, my childlike self. So when I'm wearing all of these different types of things, it, it's like, it's who I am, you know? It's what's inside my mind. You know, I'm, not, I'm kind of like a kid in all aspects of my life, you know, to the, my, you know, my core. So it's an extension of who I am. I know you've had a lot of experience with music production. Did you start producing music or DJing first? I started DJing first. Um, the story behind me DJing is I started actually back in high school. I started throwing parties. I threw a really, really big graduation party. And long story short, I had a fat graduation party. And then Stuart and James Palin hit me up to start promoting for their phone parties because they saw that I got a lot of engagement online. So shout out to them. And then um, I actually went to Life in Color and I, you know, I connected with that in a different way. And I was like, I want to do that. So me and James and Stuart connected and I was like if you know I want to you know be a DJ can you hook me up with that and they started teaching me how to DJ and I started promoting their parties and it popped off. Was it always EDM or did you start more open format with your music? I pretty much started playing Big Room actually and they loved it at the phone parties but obviously you know I played a little bit of hip-hop because I always listen to hip-hop outside of EDM when I'm you know making dance music. What would you say you gravitate towards most when you're say working out? Definitely hip-hop. Any uh, artists in particular? Lil Baby's my favorite, um, Lil Durk, um, anything Lil Wayne you know I like hip-hop back in like you know anywhere in the 2000 up to like 2014 when DJ Khaled was like making you know, it was doing stuff with Justin Bieber and like Rick Gang was popping. Like all those beats are like super. I don't know. They just hold a lot of memories and like they're super saturated and they they produce a they present a lot of different elements. So you feel like listening to other genres of music inspires your production with the music you're creating? Absolutely, yes. Because it's like a breath of fresh air, and I can incorporate different sounds into my own music as well. You know, I still listen to like melodic bass and I get inspired off that, but I find myself when I'm listening to the exact genre that I'm listening to, I'm trying to sound like that. So I don't want to sound like anybody else. I want to be myself. So I take a lot of different elements from a lot of different types of artists, genres, 
beats, you know, whatever, and I'll develop an inspiration from it. How long have you been producing music? I want to say four years, um, four or five years, and then like two years consistently. So, I mean, back when COVID started, I got a lot of time. I had like a year in my house to do nothing but grind, grind, grind on production, learn whatever I could. And there's an infinite amount of things to learn in music. So I'm, you know, I'm still learning every day. But two years consistently is when I like really started to grow. Does it get easier? It does. So, I mean, if I could give advice to any producer, any artist, consistency you know whether you're doing something for 15 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day just be consistent because you know consistency makes for progress and you know as long as you're doing you know, the world's a symphony so you can get inspired off sitting by a waterfall or doing the dishes or listening to you know the waves like create a type of rhythm with the water like you can you can get inspired off so many things do you feel like your experience in DJing has helped you with production and vice versa? Absolutely, um, especially like with structure and um, structuring different types of genres and energy. Um, so like I'll make a song or I'm making a beat or whatever and I will put myself behind the decks. Like if I'm playing this right now, how, are, how is my audience gonna feel? You know, and also, what kind of story am I going to tell? There's so many different things that I'm feeling, that I'm asking myself, that I'm telling myself, that I'm communicating with when I'm in this process. What about writer's block when you're working on something? <laughs> I'm going through that right now. And it's like one of the most discouraging things, but it's part of the process. You know, it's kind of like yin and yang. You can't have one without the other. You can't have happiness without sadness. You have to have writer's block in order to be inspired again. So, um... Yeah, it's frustrating, but I think that it's all part of the process. You know, you can't be perfect all the time, and that's something that I try to be. But you just got to go with the flow and let it all come back naturally. And if you try if you try, try to do something, sometimes it doesn't always work out. Kind of like if you try to go to sleep, you're not going to go to sleep when you want to go to sleep. So um, it can take you into, a, like, a different place. You know, you can feel like you want to quit, but, you know, just let it let it pass you know, this too shall pass. You gotta think about that. <laughs> How do you know when a song you're working on is done? It's like your intuition, like it all, like the energy is there, the structure is there, it hits, it's powerful. Every element is just in its perfect place. Um, and you can listen to it over and over and over again and still be happy, still smile, still, you know, dance in your car. Um, and you know, you do get sick of it after a while, you know, your ears get tired, but I know when my song is done, when I can still jam out to it, smile and feel what I'm supposed to feel from it. Your track Home really took off. Yeah, that was something that, you know, like I said, it was a learning experience and it all came so natural. I had a lot of help from a lot of different ears, a lot of different, you know, experienced producers, you know, um, we were in the studio. I worked with a beautiful vocalist. Her name is Eris. Shout out to her. She did a great job. Um, you know, we really killed it. She killed it on the songwriting. Um, you know, I wrote that track from the heart and, you know, she helped out a lot. But, yeah, it, didn't, it impacted a lot of lives. You know, I've gotten so many different messages, you know, saying that, you know, it saved people's emotions and, like, it saved them and, you know, when they're having a hard time. And I really did want that track to impact people. But, I mean, mo most importantly, you know, I made it for myself so that people can connect 
with, you know, their, themselves and their significant others and their family and their friends and, you know, just have something to sing along to and vibe with. How long would you say it took to put that track together from start to release? I want to say six to eight months. Yeah. Is that pretty typical timeline? Yeah, I mean, I've, I wrote, yeah, I mean, I've written a couple tracks. I would say like average, you know, eight months, eight to eight months to, you know, 12 months a year. Do we have anything to look forward to coming up soon that you'd like to talk about? So yeah, on April 15th, I'm releasing my second single. Uh, it's called Dimensions. For all my headbangers, it's a dubstep track. So, you know, I'm really excited for that because it's, it's different than home. You know, home is more melodic. This is going to be, you know, more bass heavy. A little melodics in that, but it'll incorporate some psytrance too. So I'm excited. And um, I want this to be taking my audience, you know, further into my brand as far as like this fantasy world that I'm going to be um, presenting to everybody. You know, I get very inspired off, you know, Seven Lions and his Ophelia brand. So I want to take people um, kind of out of their heads but into their imagination when it comes to my brand and give them something to, you know, really go on a journey with me, you know, hence my name, Jarney. So it fits. I love that. I know you've opened for a lot of national acts. Do you have one that sticks out in your mind as your favorite? Um, I want to say Steve Aoki was like one of the more fun ones. There's so many. Diesel was cool. Diesel was the most recent, but yeah, there's so many. Cruella was probably, you know, it was a staple because it's really what got me on as far as like people noticing my energy, people noticing like who I really was. Cause like that was kind of like a challenge. You know, that was, you know, way back in the day, but that was at Rise and like, I really showed out for that show. So, um, and I played with Cruella so many different times after that, so. Oh 
Jarni, thank you so much for being a part of the Show Me Sound Artist Highlight. Really loved having you on and chatting with you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I feel like it was a great opportunity for everybody to get to know me on a more personal level and as an artist, so I appreciate it. If the listeners want to follow up and see what you got in the works, whether that's new music releases or just see if you have shows coming up, where can they find you? Uh, you can go to my Instagram, it's Jarney Official, SoundCloud, just Jarney, and then you can find me on Facebook at Jarney Simmons. Awesome. Well, thank you again, and uh, love you. Love you. <laughs>